Today on Locked On Rockies, it's coming down to the wire. Todd Helton's Hall of Fame vote for me feels like a 50-50. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 22nd day of January in the year 2024. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every day is talk Rockies baseball, free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and available on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can let me know what's on your mind. You can tell me what you are thinking when it comes to the Rockies. As James Saunders comments on the uh, Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, oh yeah, there is an MLB team in Colorado laughing emoji. Trust me, folks, you can post all the uh, uh, making fun and teasing of the Colorado Rockies in the comments that you want. I'll most likely agree with you, but you ain't going to be stopping us or slowing us down because yes, there are in fact lots of passionate Rockies fans that care a lot about this team uh so we're gonna dive into the I, I, there's no bigger story for the colorado rockies right now than anxiously refreshing x to see what the hall of fame tracker is what the hall of what uh, todd helton's status is on the hall of fame tracker and right now as of uh, about 12 hours ago a couple of ballots came out this morning so this this has shifted slightly but this is from of course Ryan Thibodeau uh not Mr. Tibbs on X uh one of a uh, of a great team that the only reason the Hall of Fame vote can be followed this much this consistently and for us to really understand this process it's because of Ryan and his team it's because this Hall of Fame ballot tracker really changes the game. It, it really makes this so some so one not only can people follow and see if their favorite players are going to be enshrined in Cooperstown, but it also gives us fans the opportunity to see what these writers are thinking for writers to give their opinions and to go out there. I personally think that I I give props being anonymous, that's fine. I get it. Whatever. But personally, I I I think that you should you should go public with your vote. Because if you really believe in what you did, if you really believe in the votes, and if you really believe in your process, you should share it. You should tell us. You should you should let people know why you thought the way you did. The best thing that the writers do is release their ballot and then release the column, release the video, release the podcast. Tell me why. And that's because then we can we can learn we can learn what writers are looking for we can learn what matters when it comes to these voters we can learn the process a little bit more and i think over the past couple of seasons especially since uh for us rockies fans especially with the the rise and the push for larry walker this process has become just a, a little bit more uh open which i think is is a good thing because as i talked last week the whole small hall concept thing just continues to drive me a little bit nuts as as there are so many great players that have been excluded for xyz but these other players have been included and you ignore xyz the consistency is all has often been frustrating for me in that aspect of gotta keep it small gotta keep it blah and then of course steroid era and, and this that and the other thing that just muddies the waters but I like this. Pro I like when when we hear from people. Hey, you know what? If you especially where are these? I, I, and, and I probably missed them, to be totally honest. I, I, I probably missed a couple of these uh, things. But 
why did you drop Todd Helton from your vote? Why did Todd Helton lose five votes? And we don't really know. There's no real explanation. I mean, Todd Helton didn't have a bad season last year. Todd Helton, you know, wasn't getting in a lot of tr- getting in, in trouble. I mean, I know that Todd Helton has had the two off the field issues that are that are a big deal. But to my knowledge, nothing has happened in between those two years. So it's just confusing. And when we don't get that transparency, when we don't get the, the the writers telling us why they voted and for what way, then we can't know. Then we don't know what what writers are looking for when we're trying to analyze and have the conversation about who's a Hall of Famer or not. Because it's really exhausting every single time you bring up the Colorado Rockies, you have to talk about home and road splits. You have to talk about Coors Field. But as uh, and, and hopefully I can can bring him on because because this was a really interesting point here brought up by my buddy Jambron and, and I, he's long overdue to come uh, on the show here. But uh, he texted he texted me over the weekend uh, about uh, some unhinged Hall of Fame discourse that that he was having. Uh, and here's here's here was uh, here's what he said on, on Reddit in honor of the Todd Helton Hall of Fame discourse. What Hall of Fame caliber player, past or present, on another team deserves to have their ballpark factors held against them? I'll start with Clayton Kershaw. Pretty good pitcher, based on stats and all, but he plays in one of the best pitcher parks of all time, and I just can't vote for him over Aaron Cook and Jorge De La Rosa. Another one, uh, Aaron Judge, plays in a wiffle ball stadium and still can't hit as many as Bonds. Joey Votto, sure that OBP is high, but Pete Rose has the most hit for any Reds player, and he isn't in. Joey Votto better than Pete Rose? I don't think so. OBP versus hitting. Actual hitting. Yadier Molina is a product of the Cardinal way. I'm sure that does and and, uh, and doesn't deserve consideration. He's a systems QB. I bring these up because the Rockies deal with this. The Rockies deal with, not only do you have to deal with like, how we started the show, you have to deal with a crappy reputation as the Colorado Rockies. And then when you have greatness and you have good players, ah, no, 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 qualifier, course field, nope, impossible. It is impossible for greatness to exist in the Colorado Rockies. Teams were bad. Teams were terrible. Todd Helton, very minimal playoff experience, minus the fact that he was one of the best hitters for 17 years. Minus the fact that he was one of the best first basemen for 17 seasons. It does not matter where he played. It does not matter. The home, you, you, you can go home road splits. Look at how big they are. His road splits are better than Hall of Famers. He hit better on the road than people in the Hall of Fame. It just boils down to this. What we know about the Todd Helton and Larry Walker Hall of Fame candidacies is that the Colorado Rockies' reputation is going to hinder and get in the way of them until the end of until this team truly turns it around until this team becomes a powerhouse until this team develops into something better than what it is its players are constantly going to be doubted its players are constantly going to be uh, le- thought less of and the team as a whole their com- accomplishments are going to be downgraded because the accomplishments are too far in between bad play, bad records, and blah, blah, blah. And really, this opens up an interesting thought process because after Todd Helton, who's going in? I mean, the Rockies probably aren't going to have another Hall of Fame candidate. I mean, Matt Holliday is getting no traction. He got no votes. I, I, I don't know if Matt Holliday is even going to be on the ballot again next year. There goes that. 
what you can see in this Hall of Fame election is that the Rockies have been unable to con- to constantly create greats. And a few of them, and greats that can stay and, and, and do great things for a long time. Because at the end of the day, Nolan Arenado is going to have a decision to make. He's going to have to have a decision to make about if he makes it into the Hall of Fame, what hat's he going to wear? Are we really confident he wears a Rockies hat? Are we 100% sure he does that? Trevor Story's not on playing on his way to the Hall of Fame. None of the Rockies of, uh, starting pitchers are playing their way to the Hall of Fame. Troy Tulowitzki isn't going to make the Hall of Fame. And you don't have to only have Hall of Fame players. But when you're going through now what is going to be over a decade of not elite, elite, top-of-the-line talent like the Rockies have had in the past in Larry Walker and Todd Helton, some would even say some of the other bombers and such, that's a massive problem. The personnel and the team development of the Rockies and, and, and this conversation shows that the future of the Rockies has been, it, it's completely clouded. When you're looking for things like this level of greatness, Baseball's different, the world's different, you know, pitchers are different, hitters are different, everything is different in the game of baseball, absolutely. But outside of Todd Helton, can you really name another Rockies Hall of Famer? Because I don't think there's very many people that have a strong case outside of that. And that's a problem too. Because that comes back to bite future Rockies greats. That comes, these type of things come back to bite them. And for your team to be have 30 years of existence and only two Hall of Famers, it's a bit of a bummer. Especially when the, the narrative is, ah, where they play, it benefits so many players. But the benefit's really a curse. All right, uh, so just kind of some general thoughts. Uh, we'll, um, we're we're going to go hit the tracker again. We're going to get the actual numbers here. I think I might have t- trailed off when, when, with some of my ideas there. But uh, we're going to go back to the, the Hall of Fame tracker here. Going to see where Todd Helton is currently standing as of recording on Monday morning. This, of course, is going to change throughout the day, uh, depending on when you listen to it uh, here. Uh, but uh, we'll be talking about that. And I want to talk to, should the writers use all 10 votes? You have 10 votes. Not everyone uses them. Should you use all 10 votes? Uh, we're going to talk about that in segment number two. And coming up in segment number three, hey, an old friend returns, Tony Walters, but not behind the dish. We'll talk about all that coming up in segment number three. Want to first focus on the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes eBay Motors. eBay Motors has got you covered here for all your car pieces. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is 
is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Hey, forgot to mention this at the uh, top of the show as well. Uh, our title sponsor today's episode is FanDuel. Make every moment more, uh, more right now. New customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. Uh, this is the Locked on Rockies podcast. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. We're on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. Firing off your Rockies hot takes. Letting me know what's on your mind when it comes to the Colorado Rockies, and all that good stuff. Your likes, your subscriptions, all of that is a massive, massive help to the show. Helps us grow, helps us get better, and uh, really, really do appreciate it. So thank you so much uh, for tuning in and uh, making us your first listen. Hey, if you're looking for more sports coverage, Locked On uh, has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Okay, uh, so we're talking Hall of Fame vote. We're talking Todd Helton, talking the process, talking all sorts of good stuff. And uh, as of a minute ago, Todd Helton, well, I guess an hour ago, but posted a, a column, a follow-up here uh, in the tracker. Todd Helton now gains a vote from Bob Nightingale. Uh, Todd Helton is now sitting at plus two overall uh, when it comes to votes gained uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, let's see here. The tracker currently has uh, Helton in the low 80s here. As I'm pulling this up and seeing what he needs. Um, if this will scroll. There's, there it is. Thank you. Joe Maurer, man. What a, what a run for him, man. What an absolute great run for Joe Maurer. Uh, on his on this vote, oh, I just must have missed it. Hold on, sorry, this is hard to do on mobile. Um, but anyway, with the with the current state, the rock, it, it certainly feels like it's a 50 50. I, I mean, it, so here we go. Uh, Todd Helton is currently sitting at 82.4 percent of the votes uh, that have been tallied. Remember, that is uh, you need 75 to get uh, to to get elected, so Todd Helton is going to need sixty seven point five percent of the remaining votes. He needs one hundred and twenty nine of them to uh, to get that vote, and uh, he's like I said, sitting at plus two after losing five votes. He missed the election in twenty twenty three by eleven votes. So seriously, every single vote counts for Todd Helton right now either for or against is massive we need to see that plus increase it is going to be a razor thin margin so I ask should writers we've seen some interesting ballots this year certainly we've seen some ballots that have a lot of explanation thought behind them seen some ballots that are blank or two people or blah 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 and it got me wondering should you have to use all 10 of your votes? Should you use all 10 of your votes? And I think the answer to that question is no. I don't think you need to use all 10 of your votes. But as I've said in the past, you really need to do the analysis. 
And if you're going to do the two vote thing, you're going to do the blank ballot thing, you're gonna do the, oh, I'm on the East Coast and I'm only vo voting for, for East Coast guys that I saw, you're taking away from the process. Now, do you have to sit there and say, I think 10 guys from this list every single year make it and I believe that they're the best? No. They just need to get a fair shake. And, and I just personally don't see how you can look at that list of players and go, hmm, I, mm, no, nah. I mean, it's a loaded ballot. It really truly is. I mean, when you're talking about the names on this Hall of Fame ballot, you have to remember that these are some great, these are great players. These are the greatness that we saw from the late 90s in the, into the early 2000s and mid-2000s. Bobby Abreu, Jose Bautista, Carlos Beltran, Adrian Beltre, Mark Burley, Bartolo Colon, Adrian Gonzalez, Todd Helton, Matt Holliday, Torrey Hunter, Andrew Jones, Victor Martinez, Joe Maurer, Andy Pettit, Brandon Phillips, Manny Ramirez, Jose Reyes, <laughs> uh, Alex Rodriguez, Francisco Rodriguez, Jimmy Rollins, Gary Sheffield, James Shields, Chase Utley, Omar Vizquel, Billy Wagner, and David Wright. I mean, folks, that's who you that that's who you drafted on your fantasy uh, MLB two K uh, you know two thousand and five team. These are all the elite players. Those are all players that were making top plays on Sports Center. But there should but it should be tough to get in there. It should be when you're when you're looking at it when you're comparing and when you're going and you're comparing at the position. You should have an open and honest conversation. There are some names on that list that don't deserve the Hall of Fame. Heck, I mean, there's an argument that Matt Holliday is really not a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's really good. He's done a lot. But there's so many things you can mix and match and go in there that if you're not going to use all 10, which is a lot, 10 votes is a lot. You got to be, I mean, if you're using all 10, you're a big Hall voter. And, and, and honestly, good on you. I, I think it's better to go bigger with the hall, to tell the tales and the stories, especially of this era of baseball, especially of it, it, with a generation of baseball that doesn't have the same love for it that these uh, that the greats of the past had when it came to the support of the game. Support the great players and, and, and ones that brought in fans. That's why it's so key for, for Todd Helton and Rocky's greatness to be recognized. Rocky's fans deserve to be able to go to Cor or to Cooperstown and see their big name players. 10 is a lot though. That's a it's a, it's a line that I think as I've been following this process the, the past couple of seasons with with Larry and going into now the, the the Todd Helton ones I appreciate the process. I think the process and and your and your ballots do deserve the feedback and and criticisms from from some and from others when when you know if you put it out there because not everyone's going to like your ballot. Everyone has a favorite play. Everyone that's a baseball fan on every Hall of Fame ballot has a favorite player on that list, and they're really passionate about their guy. That at least should earn them the chance for someone to consider them. And that's what's great to hear and great to see about Todd Helton is the new voters mixed in with some some of the old voters that have changed their minds. They are looking and staying open-minded when it comes to players like Todd Helton and open-minded to bringing in more greatness into the hall. 
because I think that you can really get in the weeds. I think a lot of people get in the weeds of what makes the Hall of Fame the best and when does it become the Hall of really good? And everyone's opinion of that is different. So as long as we can get those explanations, as long as we understand why voters did what they did, which we get a lot of explanations for, like I said, even if you don't vote for Todd Helton, even if you have a weird ballot, if you if you come out and say why, that gives me utmost more credibility to what you're to that vote. But if you just go and wasn't there like a Manny Ramirez and like something ridiculous ballot this year when you're dropping Todd Helton, like that's the stuff I want to know. Give guys a shot. I think in, in instead of it being. Oh, you got to use 10 votes. It's It should just be more that every person on that ballot has earned, statistically earned their right to be there. So they deserve your time, your thought, your process to go through and use them. And you should feel confident in using at least five votes. If you that list has five Hall of Famers on it, depends on who you ask. But these groupings of players, like you're going to have to start coming to, there, there, there has to start being, a recognition of if we don't recognize these great players from these eras of baseball, we're not going to talk enough about these, these areas. We're not going to talk enough about these great teams. We're not going to talk about these great players enough. If they don't get their moment to shine in Cooperstown, the story of Larry Walker, the story of the Blake street bombers and the story of the early Rockies is now going to be forever immortalized in, 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 Coors, in uh, Cooperstown because of the election of Larry Walker. Then you mix in with the fact that Todd Helton was able to be one of the best first basemen amidst one of the most challenging times of baseball while leading a team to a couple of postseason appearances when they didn't have a whole an overwhelming, big, crazy lineups more often than not for, for Todd Helton. He was instrumental in teaching young guys and future MVP or future MVP candidates and all-stars. I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to use all 10 votes, but you sure certainly should try. I, I have, I am of the belief of that. It is better for the hall of fame. It is better for baseball. If we tell these stories, we tell the stories of these players. We encourage people to come learn about these players. But if your process, if you have very strict criteria and you don't use 10, you don't use five, you only you, you only use what you truly believe is the appropriate amount, all right, just tell me why. And I'm all about it. So that's kind of uh, where we're at. No, I don't think everyone should use 10 votes, but I, I really think the idea should be, you, you shouldn't be just doing one or two. You're really splitting hairs at that point. There are multiple Hall of Famers on this ballot with or without whatever their voting projection is, in my opinion. And that's, you know, kind of the whole deal with this Hall of Fame. It's it's a lot of things based on our opinions of the game. So that's where I'm at. That's my thought process. Let me know what you think there uh, in the comments below. All that good stuff. All right, we will uh, we will be following the Todd news. Um, probably we'll record after the announcement tomorrow um, just because we'll go there and get that up uh we'll react to that so probably going to drop in the afternoon tomorrow i know with uh our off-season schedule tuesdays we're not always on but um 
we we will record. We will do something after the announcement uh, tomorrow when it comes to Todd Helton in the Hall of Fame as we all sit and wait, hold our breath, fingers crossed, and your toes, crossing everything here. So we'll see what happens for the election of Todd Helton coming up here uh, tomorrow. All right, a little bit of Rockies news we got to talk about here coming up in segment number three that uh, relates to an old friend. Let's dive into that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Hey, if you need more sports coverage, Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, Folks, you can find the show on your favorite streaming services, Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Check us out wherever you get your pods. All right. Uh, Tony Walters has come back to the Colorado Rockies. And no, he will not be the third catcher on the team. Tony Walters has announced his retirement from the game. And uh, he also is returning to the Rockies. Uh, as a coach, he is uh, going to be playing. Uh, going to be a coach within the Rockies organization. Uh, this is cool. I mean, I, I don't necessarily know what that coaching will lead. Uh, I don't necessarily know uh, what exactly uh, his role is going to be on the team. But when it comes to Tony Walters, Tony Walters always good in my. At least when it comes to his play for the Rockies, always good. <laughs> Why? Because he hit that run. Because he hit the one uh, base knock in the uh in the postseason to to beat the Cubs he's responsible for one of the big moments in Rockies postseason history and uh I I I think that that is something that you always celebrate you always give props to the guys that have been involved in in stuff like that and uh here's a little excerpt from uh MLB trade rumors this piece here uh from Mark Polchik about uh, the retirement of Tony Walters here uh, there was some fluctuation in Walters' year-to-year glove work mechanics, but by large, he was considered a strong defensive catcher. He finished his career with plus 24 defensive runs saved, and the stack cast numbers gave, give him, gave him positive grades for his pitch framing and throwing. Walters threw out 65 of 213 base runners for an impressive 30.52 caught stealing rate over his career. Known more for his glove than his bat, Walters hit 235, 321, 314 over 1,266 uh, career plate appearances. However, the signature moment of his career happened at the plate when Walters drove in the winning run in the 2018 wild card game with the Rockies and Cubs tied one to one in the top of the 13th inning. Walters sent a single up the middle to score Trevor Story from third base, giving the Rockies a two to one lead that held through the bottom of the inning. That game stands out as the Rockies' most recent postseason victory, as the Rockies were then swept by the Brewers in three games. So you know, uh, it, not, nothing crazy. Nothing uh, much, but you know what? Tony Walters, at least, <laughs> Tony Walters finds himself in the long line of really confusing to talk about, but has some moments that you really enjoyed from uh, history of Rockies catchers. Certainly not a dominant or great catcher by any stretch of the imagination, but all of us for sure have him, that image of him burned uh, into our brains of him standing on first, stru- uh, pump it up with that face as the Rockies take the lead. Uh, in that huge playoff game, because remember, at that time it was only the one. It was only the one wild card game. So at that at that point, it was just the one game, one and done. 
So he saves the Rockies season, gives the Rockies the most recent postseason win, and we'll see how long that uh, that little nugget stays relevant when it comes to who is the person to last lead the Rockies to a victory in the postseason. Tony Walters might be the answer to that trivia question for a bit. But, you know, good to see in, uh, another example of the Rockies loving their vets and bringing them back into the system as they continue to bring back uh, uh, former Rockies players into their coaching and into their uh, organization as a whole. So uh, congrats on a great career to Tony Walters. Welcome back to the Colorado Rockies. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. If you're curious what the show looks like this week, we will be focusing, of course, on the election of Todd Helton into the Hall of Fame or not election of Todd Helton into the Hall of Fame and giving our reactions to that. And we're going to gear up and get ever closer and more excited to uh, for spring training as Rockies baseball is going to be returning next month. Almost here, folks. Pretty crazy. Uh, so we'll be keeping you uh, all things you need to know. Rockies baseball right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. So don't miss out by checking us out on your favorite streaming services. Don't forget to check us out on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. You can find us at LO Rockies on X. You can find us... Uh, on the internet, just search Locked On Rockies. You'll be taken to where you need to go. Folks, uh, thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Locked On MLB has got you covered for more baseball talk. Or if you need more sports coverage, Colorado sports coverage specifically, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Buffs, all available for you here on the Locked On Podcast Network so you can stay up to date with all things Colorado sports. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.